December is almost here, and I'm sure we've all been knee-deep in all the holiday supplies. Whether you're all-in for the daily grind of December, or you take a more relaxed approach, let's talk about tips, expectations, and how I'm doing my December project this year. Welcome to the Retro Hip Podcast, a show about home life, working smart, and being a crafty babe. Hi, I'm Andrea, and you probably know me online as Retro Hip Mama. I own Retro Hip Co., a company that runs on vintage-inspired creativity and a good mix of hustle and rest. I design and publish Retro Hip Magazine and create content to share as a reminder to women that our creativity is important and should take up space. I'm so excited to chat with you. Let's rock and roll. Ah, December Daily, the brainchild of Allie Edwards and the project that this community waits all year for. The traditional idea is to tell one story each day of December and document it in a six by eight album, but we have for sure figured out a million ways to adapt to this project to our own needs, haven't we? I definitely did the daily thing for the first few years, but Life got busy and I really needed a way to change it up so that I had more freedom and less pressure. Plus, one story a day was really hard for me as a working mom for many years. In 2014, I decided I needed something different and I did my very first alpha style December daily. I was working in 12 by 12 pockets at that time, so I made it work by designating each 12 by 12 page to a specific letter of the alphabet. It was so much fun. This style allowed me to capture and document all the things I loved about December, not just what came up, but what I wanted to document regardless of where it fell in the month. Since then, I've also done 25 December faves, which continues to be my favorite way to tell my December stories. Let's see. Here's a list of the years and themes I've completed so far. 2010 to 2013, I did traditional, daily, and I'm pretty sure that those um, are in various album sizes. I don't know. (laughs) Okay. But we're going to, I just know I did daily because that's what everybody was doing. In 2014, I did my alpha in 12 by 12 pockets. In 2015, I did a daily, but in weekly chunks and included obviously events in a six by eight. Gossamer Blue, I was on their team during that year and they had come out with like this weekly situation where they had a like a weekly calendar and you can write things in it and decorate it and then obviously you did your pocket pages and your inserts you know within the weekly tabs that was really fun I have an idea for that going forward 2016 I did daily in a six by eight and it took up two albums same thing for 2017 in 2018 I did another alpha in a six by eight that was super fun in 2019 is when I did my very first 25 December faves and I used a citrus twist life crafted album in 2020 I did 25 December faves again in a storyline chapters junk journal And you can see the flip throughs of all of these years, most of these years on my YouTube channel. I've done flip throughs of them. Um, I've also done process videos. So I believe I have a December daily playlist. 
If not, by the time this airs, I will have made a December daily playlist. So I really do like trying different formats and styles and sizes. Doing a project that's this in-depth means I really need to keep it fresh and manageable. And keeping it manageable means not trying to do a format that I'm not comfortable in. For example, all the years that I was doing pocket pages, it made sense to stick with pockets since I was in that groove and could manage my expectations. Last year in 2020, I made the mistake of trying to get too cute and really made a mess of things. Uh, my altered junk journal situation was kind of a disaster, as was everything else in 2020. And I ended up taking it apart at one point and adding it back into a more secure and familiar setting because it was really driving me crazy. It was fun to make, but when it came to actually executing, creating inside of it, it was not my thing. So I know that I need to stick with what I'm comfortable with. So that's why this year I'm going to do 25 December faves again, but I'm going to use a fringe spiral notebook. Now, if you follow me and my work, uh, I share a lot about what I create in my fringe spiral notebook. These are $7 notebooks that I find at Marshalls or TJ Maxx and they're just they're just easy. The size allows for some six by eight layouts with your pocket, you know, pocket card um, format. So I love this notebook so much. And it's a style that I work in so much that I know I'm going to love it. And I want to keep everything intact. I don't want um, I don't want the shuffling around of pages um, I can absolutely, you know, do tip-ins or add pages in if I need to, but this book is already, you know, full of blank paper. And if it starts to get too thick, I know I'm not going to use all 170 something pages that it comes with. So I can just rip out some unused pages so I can really get it chunky. And since I'm already in love with the size and how I can work on the pages within it, I know exactly what supplies I can grab and what I should stay away from. And I also feel super confident that I'm not going to regret this format. And I'll be sharing my fringe notebook setup and supply kit soon on Instagram and likely on my YouTube channel as well. Let's talk about tips. I have six tips that I would like to share with you about just this project in general. So let's start with number one have a finish goal. Are you going to finish it by the end of December? Are you going to still be working on it in January? Are you only going to document and then create pages later in the year? Whatever your goal is, make it reasonable and then make it a plan. If you only plan to take the photos, make sure you have a way to keep track of them and maybe a place to jot down your thoughts about each photo so you can easily journal or create from that later. If you want to finish shortly after the month ends, make a commitment to work on your pages throughout the month. Number two, make a shot list. Even if you're taking a daily approach, make a list of the things that are a must have to capture. Just because the format is a story each day doesn't mean you have to let the days dictate your stories. Sit down with your calendar and your planned events for the month and make notes about what you want to capture. Not everything can be planned for, but if you know you know, that you're always going to decorate the tree on the first weekend of December, then maybe you list a few shots that you'd like to take. Maybe you were super inspired by a photo, you know, you saw someone else share. This is where you'd make that note so you don't forget to take it. 
This whole concept can be used for not only photos, but page ideas. If you know you want to capture the music you listen to, write a note to screenshot the album covers or make a list of your favorite songs. Hey babe, quick news break. The latest issue of Retro Hip Magazine hit the shop and you can get your own copy right now. Start out at retrohip.co slash shop and check out all the new releases this month. There's a limited quantity of printed copies available and the digital copy is always available. There's also a coordinating stamp set, wearable merch, and digital add-ons. Retro Hip Magazine is designed for and by creative babes. Every issue includes crafty inspiration, digital printables, and leaves you feeling happy and inspired. Grab your magazine and extras today at retrohip.co. Number three, corral your supplies. I have a feeling we all bring in multiple kits and printables to help us tell our December stories, and it would make no sense to just put them away in our normal stash. So grab an organizer or a bin or a cart to keep everything Christmas related in one place. That is, if you plan to document throughout the month or soon after. It saves so much time and energy when everything you need is handy and easy to find. This could also include going through your stash and pulling out anything that could be useful in your album. I like to match my supplies to the photos I have, and it seems that every single year I've needed a few yellow supplies. But we all know that yellow isn't a color we typically find in Christmas kits. So I started grabbing a few things in the yellow family that I thought would work well and added that to my December kit. Number four, do some prep work. Allie is an advocate for foundation pages and I know that's super helpful for so many people. I tried that once and it didn't work out for me because like I said a minute ago, I prefer my pages to have cohesive colors. So pre-adding cards and supplies to a page in which I had no pictures for meant that I was just basically working with like my arms tied behind my back. It's not the way that I like to create, but there are still some things that you can do to prep a little bit, you know? If you still need to do a little bit of planning, you can pre-make your cover, your intro page, a table of contents, or even pre-fill a monthly calendar. And these kinds of little projects are also helpful in getting us in that Christmas creation groove. And for me, I do find it super helpful. Number five, give yourself grace. December is likely everyone's busiest month with school plays and work parties and family obligations and shopping and baking and wrapping and all the things. How in the world are we expected to work on this album in the midst of all of that? Let me say very clearly that you're not. You are the only one who can realistically understand how much time you have to devote to this project and be careful about looking at someone else who has more capacity and comparing yourself to them. We're all on our own journey here. Just like in tip number one, have a goal and be realistic about it. Number six, have a process. I have always completed my December projects by the end of January, mainly because I know that if I put it off, there will never be another time that feels right to work on Christmas pages. There was one year when I put it off and I put it off and I was working on Christmas pages in June because I really forced myself to finish the album and I hated it. I wasn't in the mood for it. I wanted to use bright, fun, summery colors, but I spent my time working on Christmas pages. If you're cool with that, that's cool. But just know yourself enough 
to know when you're going to be most motivated to work on these pages. I know that I'm the most motivated during the month when all the Christmas spirit is floating around. I can listen to Christmas music. It's cold outside when it feels right. And here are some ways that I get that done. Especially when I was working full-time outside the house, I had to be very strategic about my crafty time. Even now that I'm home with much more freedom, I still kind of work the same way. Like I rarely craft on the weekdays and I'm super all-in crafty during the weekends. And I think partly it's just because my natural, my natural state is to work during the week and play during the weekend. But so, you know, some habits are hard to break. (laughs) So in the month of December, I do not work on past or other projects unless I'm feeling really inspired. Prior to December, I do my very best to wrap up as much of the past year as I can. I try to get quote unquote current without stressing myself out so that when December comes, I'm all in and I don't wander, you know, my mind and creativity doesn't wander back to all the things that I haven't finished and it's the end of the year and, you know, trying to figure out what the priority is to work on. I will just focus on taking photos during the week and then each night or every other night or something when I have, you know, couch time, I'm going to edit my photos for the day or for the week. And then I delete anything that's unusable. So whatever uh, photos I, I edit, I save them into a specific folder in my Google Photos app. And then on Friday nights, usually I'm going to start to prepare my prints um, with any of the photos from the week. And this is just getting my photos into the print template that I use personally. And I'll either print them that night or when I get up super early on Saturday mornings, which is very much my routine, I'm going to print them, trim them, and then I can spend my weekend you know, creating as many pages from that week or from that pile of of photos as possible. Then when the next week rolls around and I'm just adding more photos, I'm not just adding uncrafted photos on top of uncrafted photos. So that helps me from feeling so overwhelmed with the amount of photos that we end up with during this month. But whatever works for you is awesome. Just figure out what that is, stick with it, and you'll be in great shape. I'm so excited to get this project going for reals. So far, I've been getting in the mood by creating photo list pages, uh, little inserts for my album, my cover, um, and I've been using some of my favorite printables from issue number 21 of Retro Hip Magazine. This issue is packed to the brim with printables. The papers and the cards and the die cuts are so fun and are working so well in my notebooks so far. If you're up for adding a sweet and gorgeous collection to your December supplies, issue number 21 is available in my shop now and you can get 10% off by using code RETROHIPPOD. It's digital so you can get the download files immediately and you can start printing right away. Plus, the articles and inspiration from this issue are stellar. As always, I hope that you're having a great day and are as excited about December and all the magic we're going to capture as I am. I will talk to you soon. See you later, babes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Retro Hip Podcast. If you like the show and the stuff we chat about, please consider subscribing and leaving a rating and a review on iTunes. 
You can also screenshot and share the episode you're listening to so other babes can join the conversation. You can also hang out with me on Instagram at RetroHipMama because, well, I'm there a lot. And you can also join my email list. As an email subscriber, I keep you updated monthly on all things RetroHip Co. and you get a fun RetroHip magazine sampler when you sign up. Head over to RetroHip.co slash news. Thanks for listening.